0: Hello and welcome to the Leeds Up Podcast, I'm James and I'm with Rocco Dean. Well, uh, we're here after the Huddersfield, I was going to say, nearly said defeat then. feels a bit like a defeat, doesn't it? The Huddersfield draw, so we will recap on that and also cover the uh, Chelsea game, the FA Cup game from midweek. Before we jump into the podcast, a special thank you to Bass and Bly at our sponsors and here's David Jean. David Gene? Like Billy Gene. Here's David Dean's (laughs) jingle! Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Bass and
1: Bly and magic, Justin wears a magic hat. Independent, trusted dealers, you'll hear it on leads that. Can only Kung Fuji like her Sony and the rest. If you want a decent camera, bass I have all the best. Sixty years in cameras, we really know our stuff. Justin's here to serve you, he can never do enough. If it that you're after. popping for a chat. When at home for footy, Justin listens to Lisa. Oh, Bass and Bly are magic, both new and used on view. If you need binoculars, we've plenty of them too. Spotting scopes and lenses, all state-of-the-art used. Bass and Harry in Harrogate, and you'll be very smart. Bass and Bly are magic, we don't sell no tat, we are here to serve you, you will hear it on leaves Act, with Rocco and Bielsa books and James with so much wit, Bass and Bly sells
0: cameras and all the other shit. So at Bass and Bly you can get binoculars, cameras, spotting scopes, lenses, loads of stuff. You can get your camera repaired, they're based on 6 Bueller Street in Harrogate and Also at www.bassandbly.com. So make sure you go there for all your photographic and uh, spotting needs.
2: Uh, I went in to see Justin last weekend and he said he was, yeah, he was rushed off his feet. He says he's never been busier. So yeah, obviously the advert's working a treat. Maybe
0: it's all about the jingle. It is all about the jingle. Yeah. Um, don't um, well don't tell him that actually he will just start paying david direct <laughs> right so yeah a bit of a disappointing result today one all but let's quickly talk about chelsea rocco you went down to gamford bridge how was it it was great i had a lovely time annoying being in the home end
2: and when the game started i was struggling to contain myself like i couldn't i don't know for some reason i've been in the home end loads of times and I'm i'm normally fine but yeah, I was struggling to sort of contain my excitement at times. But I did manage to contain myself when we scored. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It's a brilliant performance. Wasn't really that bothered that we lost, although playing Leicester in the quarterfinal at home would have been amazing, really. So yeah, it is disappointing in, in that regard. But I thought we were great. And yeah, Archie especially. It was brilliant, actually. So like on my way back, I was on the tube. And this guy, there was a guy sat next to me and this guy stood up and he just turned to the guy that sat next to me and he said, who was that number 22 for Leeds? And I was like, so delighted to just butt straight in. It said, Archie Gray, he's only 17. Yeah. Then the other guy was like, oh yeah, he didn't cost 80 million either. <laughs> yeah, Archie was just amazing. So I loved, I, I think that was the first time I have really sort of appreciated how amazing he is going to be, you know, to come up against those two midfielders. One World Cup winner and another hundred million, and
0: uh, just looked the best player on the park. It was amazing. So, yeah, phenomenal to see. Feels like we've had a sneak into the future seeing that performance, didn't we? It's like, well, we were talking about on WhatsApp, and I don't know. There's been a lot of people and who are just sort of really hammering at home that he should be playing in midfield. But I think you know, all, all all development is good development. Him playing right back this season has sort of given him the confidence to go into that game. So, I think, you know, everything's going to plan, which is great. My wife said this morning, she said, I had a dream about Archie Gray. <laughs> I, do, I don't know how to say that. I'll be it's honest. A weird you dream about the 17 year old. But for some context, she doesn't watch leads. She doesn't support leads. She just hears me talking about it. And I think last, late last night, she heard me <laughs> listening to an interview with him. Well, actually, I've got another Archie story. I was out
2: last night and uh, we got talking to these, this group of ladies who were teachers. They, they all used to teach at Fishers and one of them still does. And I asked them if, I asked her if she knew Archie Gray and she did. And she currently teaches Harry. And she said, he's a handful, which I think is great. I think that means he's a live wire and I
0: can't wait to see him up front for Leeds. And then you took her home. And, <laughs> oh dear. Let's hope your wife doesn't listen to this. Anyway, yeah, Arch, great. Future of Leeds United. Lee Dixon, not the future of Leeds United. I just wanted to say one thing about him. Bloody hell, he's such a moaning, miserable git. Like Honestly, it's like it's like listening to someone. So, you know, just one of your mates who's just a bit like all the time or like someone in your office who's just left. Oh, oh, there's no water in the kettle. Oh, he's like that sort of but He's like talking about a lamp that kept getting knocked in his way on the, <laughs> on the FA Cup game. Jeez, man. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, co-commentators that, or, and commentators that
2: like don't get across that they are enjoying the match is just awful. Like I can't yeah. understand how it's become like an accepted way of
0: commentating. It's like, yeah, it's low, the low, more low key, the better. Mm-hmm. Very, very strange. Disappointed to go out of the FA Cup, but not, you know, not gutted. I think looking at the, because I think, Cause let's we've got through the game with southampton has been rearranged hasn't it so yeah it's causing them a lot of fixture congestion when i saw that i just thought hmm maybe th- maybe this is a good thing for us we don't we just don't need the distraction
2: yeah i think so i mean i'd you know if i i'd have rather gone through definitely but yeah i can see the i can see the benefit i'm i'm at ease at peace with it
0: all and your roundup this week, Rocco, this is where yeah. you normally go. Yeah, he's pulled the face. He's not got it in front of him. He doesn't know. What else has happened this week?
2: Daniel Fark had a great presser. He spoke about early kickoffs and it was very insightful. And he admitted that he hates them. And he thinks, uh, obviously, the fans would hate them as well. And he, yeah, he went into detail about how it does make a difference, even a few hours, you know, because of your sleep patterns. And, you know, he's having to sort of get the players up for it before he's even had his coffee in the morning. But he did also say it would mean he'd be back on his sofa a little bit earlier on Saturday, which which of course made me smile. Such a lovely
0: bloke. Just love him. In his Black Forest ghetto. That's a So, yeah, 12, well, 12.30 kickoff, early kickoff, uh, (laughs) typically against Huddersfield. And I think we all knew it was going to be just one of them games like, it always is against Huddersfield. It's never easy. They really, really don't like us. I was looking at their their attendances for the season. Ten percent uplifting spectators at the game today because, you know, I think they I think they they love the idea of hating Leeds more than the idea of loving their own club. Is 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 the thing I take for from Huddersfield fans. I used to work with a Huddersfield fan and all they used to talk about was us get a grip. But yeah, it, we start we started off bright well. Team selection, what about that? Did you think there was going to be any changes off the back of the the Chelsea result?
2: Nah, definitely not. Well, obviously, yes. (laughs) Like, yeah, changes from the cup team, but yeah, back to the normal league team. uh, Not surprised at all, obviously. Yeah, with with us not getting the win, then it raises all the questions about, yeah, should Archie have been in midfield, etc., etc. Matty Mm. and but nah. For me, he had to go back to normal. And uh, we... Just didn't, we just weren't at the races. I thought it was, yeah, a terrible performance Really, yeah. Mm, Never, yeah, even like from Somerville scuffing that massive chance early doors. We just didn't, never had a grip of the game, never really looked like, well, had a grip of it, obviously, because we dominated it, but never looked like scoring. I thought, yeah, I thought Huddersfield deserved at least a point, really. Because, like, did we actually create anything? Can't really
0: think of any chances, apart from the goal. Just before we came on, I started watching the highlights again because I've just been putting it off, like watching the, the extended version. And, and yeah, that that early chance where we, we did some really nice passing up the right-hand side and got it into the box and then Kamara just couldn't get it out of his feet, could he? And then Somerville sort of lashed at it. But, and then they had like Rodoni. Is it Rodoni, the the blonde guy? He 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 had like a couple of attempts on goal and I think Meliard had to make a couple of good saves and he just thought, oh God, here we go. Like, But beyond that, they didn't really do much in open play. And neither did we. I think yeah. we had two shots on target out of 15 in the end.
2: I actually thought that they, like the, in the 20th minute when I think Hogg did the first bad foul, up until that point, I thought they were playing really well. And actually that foul ended up sort of taking the wind out of their sails. Like we were on the ropes completely. Um, and then in the, it's quite funny actually because I put a comment on to one of my mates saying that like it's going to be a cl- championship classic this because you know Huddersfield were up for it and I just yeah I was thinking it was a great game and then suddenly it just completely died and like yeah there was 55 minutes in the first half and the ball was in play for 22 over half an hour we were sat there watching nothing it was infuriating and I mean all that is because of Huddersfield and you know just turned into absolute thugs I, I was absolutely fuming. I thought it was like more dirty than the 1970 FA Cup final replay that everyone always talks about. And I I truly, honestly do. I've I've watched that game and I didn't think it was that bad. But Huddersfield were in absolute disgrace today. Like some of those fouls were just disgusting.
0: As soon as I saw their manager who I thought was like a cheap Bradley Walsh, which I didn't even think that was possible, wearing a Stone Island coat, I thought, oh, here we go. We we know what we're in for this afternoon. So all, all the signs were there, to be honest. But yeah, it was proper, like, I don't know, we we've just haven't played in that way for so long. I don't remember us ever playing like that, really, just sort of in a shithousery type of way. And I can appreciate it when it's us sometimes, but even then I just want to see us play football. Like, as one of their fans, it's just a bit, oh God, I don't know. Like, you, you want to see the game, don't you? You pay, you, you pay to see the ball in play.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, the thing is, like, I do, I, f- I feel... I feel a bit bad complaining about it because I like, you know, rough and tumble football and like, I don't like the fact that they've taken the physicality out of the game. I think it makes it easier for the best teams to win. But that was too far. And if I was a Huddersfield fan, I'd be pissed off because, like I said, they were doing really well and then they just started fouling us and, like, the game just completely, yeah, it was just ruined, really. And then, obviously, their captain was the most mindless, idiotic red card you could ever wish to see just after they'd scored. I mean, what an absolute... More on that guy is. And I think at Ellen Road, he, he, Ellen Road, he could have been sent off two or three times as well. Yeah. If I was an still fan, I'd, I'd be furious because, yeah, we, we were there for the taking today.
0: There was a few tackles flying in. There was one earlier from him, obviously, because he was already yellow carded. Pearson had a bad one. And then he obviously raked his, I think it's Pearson, and then he yeah. raked his studs down the back of Somerville's legs. But um, yeah, Hogg was just an idiot. You could just, you could sense it coming for some time as well. It was like, I don't understand why you're losing your head here. Have you got nothing in your game to just, to to be doing this? And I was surprised that it was a second yellow. I thought it was a straight red because he was clearly just looking for it. He even looked to see where the ref was before he did it, if you watch (laughs) him back as well. Just a fucking idiot. Yeah. I I, I just think the referees
2: nowadays. I I don't know. Is it the VAR thing? They just, I'd, I don't think they do. They give straight reds anymore. Have we seen a straight red this season? I don't know. But, like, yeah, that one down the back of Somerville's leg was absolutely disgusting. And you can see it in the player's reaction, the knob. Like, he, you know, he sort of goes as if, like, with his hands out as soon as he's done it, as if he's not touched Somerville. Like, that made it even worse for me. I just, oh, I was, I was absolutely, like, yeah, fuming. I still am. It's disgusting that. Like, mm. I'm just, just, yeah. So I was very relieved that they didn't win and very happy that Stoke won. So now they're on the verge of the relegation zone. I've never cared about Huddersfield before, but
0: yeah, those players just really, really, really pissed me off. Their goal was a bit annoying. We'd seemed a bit, well, we've we've been very weak at corner. Well, we're not very weak, but our weakness is sort of set pieces. And I think for anything to come from Huddersfield, it was was probably always going to be like a corner or a free kick, wasn't it really? There were good de- good
2: deliveries. Yeah, we struggled with them, but yeah, Nyonto a moronic free kick to give away so needlessly, just barged into his man in a dangerous area, uh, ludicrous. And he was uh, losing
0: his head for some time because we were talking morons. about it, weren't we? Because I think again there was a I don't know why I remember his name because I, I rarely remember any. Uh, Radoni. I think it's probably because he sounds Italian. Rocco, and I thought of you, but he's not Italian. But when he was on the good. floor, when we'd won when we'd someone fouled him. It might have been Kamara, and then he sort of followed through and ran his ran into his head as he was on the floor. And I just thought, "What are you doing here? Like, you're not you're not concentrating on the game. You you your your head's lost." And I think yeah. at halftime, I was very much thinking, "We need to get him off, get get Dan James on, and make some changes because there's a few people here that just are not up for the physical battle, and then they're, they're not that the head is really not in the game." Is all I can describe it as.
2: Yeah, someone said on radio late afterwards on the call in that. Uh, no, I pointed out the facts that we've only got Rodon as a defender in, in the whole team, well, Firpo too. But yeah, you've got Ampadu alongside and We don't really have any big, ma- big men, you know, to head balls away. So yeah, maybe that's why we're struggling struggling a little bit. And yeah, you see Nyonto and uh, like Gruev in very dangerous areas. Like they're key, key defenders for us on set pieces. So yeah, we've definitely got a shortage of,
0: yeah, of, of height in the box few people wanting Pascal Strouk back in defence. Is that what you would have and push Ampadu back? Definitely,
2: yeah, I would do. We've got a lot of options now, haven't we? But I think, yeah, I don't think I'd... Although Cooper had a good game, I thought, on, on Wednesday. Um, mm. But I wouldn't bring him back in. I think it'd be, yeah, I'd wait for Struik to come back. And I think that makes us stronger because Struik's good on the ball. And yeah, I'd like to see Ampadu... I think Ampadu's better than Gruev, and I think Kamara's not as good as Gray. So, yeah, I do still feel like the 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 backup midfield is is carrying the can in the middle there. So, I'd, yeah, I think I'd I'd get back to that at some point. Would you? Would you bring in Tintin? How Barham?
0: Oh might Well, yeah, I'd love Byram to come back in because I just think I I just don't trust Furpo at all. Like you know, even on the, even in the week in the cup, they were just targeting our left hand side, and our left hand side was very coopery and very juniory. So, yeah, no, I would and I think Kamara and maybe it's just like we have had a really busy schedule and the, and they've been playing at such a good high level that maybe they are just tired and maybe we do need to change something around and I was, you know, a few people were like why are we taking Gray off today when when we made the subs around the 60th minute and I kind of agreed with it cuz I just thought he's played a lot of minutes yeah. and he's and he's going to the demand on him is going to be to play more minutes and he's going to probably go on his on under-21s international break soon as well. So you just think that, that there's going to be so much football needed in his legs and maybe it's not a bad thing to take him off because he is going to be important for the running, I think.
2: Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, the other thing I was going to say about Gray, actually, like when you compare him to all the other youngsters that have come through, I've never seen somebody so consistent at that age, like Dell burst onto the scene. He was unbelievable, albeit in League One. But second half of the season, he definitely tailed off. Like, he wasn't as electric as he was when he first came in the team. And Harry Kuhl, sorry for mentioning him, but yeah, his first season, you know, he was electric at times, but, you know, all the times he was, you know, invisible. I suppose Woodgate was very consistent all the way through, actually. But yeah, actually, it's just, yeah, I can't imagine him ever having a bad game, to be fair. He's just so accomplished. And yeah, today I thought, He had a good game as well. Yeah, probably unlucky to come off, but probably just to make sure that he's fresh for Tuesday. And and you never know, maybe because he's going to be playing midfield on Tuesday, he wanted to give him
0: a few less minutes today. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe with Archie as well, that his level is potentially so high that actually his bad games are pretty good. Yeah, that's how I like to see it. So yeah, as I say, second half, made some early changes, hope, hope for that to inject some sort of urgency and also some calm heads. I thought Dan James running at them has got to be a good thing, but felt like we were still sort of spraying really loose passes around and nothing was really connected with anyone. I remember Roots is sort of absolutely chucking one down the wing to Nyonto actually before Dan James came on and thought so why were you we like they've got 10 men like why aren't we just sort of fizzing it around quite c- close and move moving them about the pitch and we just we just didn't seem to be yeah just not taking our time but just thinking about things properly
2: yeah it's been a it's been a fair while since we've had one of these games where we've struggled to to create stuff and I, I think it was just you know the forward players weren't on song today you know sort of Somerville Had his worst game for a long time. Rutter as well. He did some nice stuff, but nothing at the end. We had another incident where he's in the box. He can just pass it into the corner as a net and he thrashes it as hard as he can and he goes out for a throw in. You know, these, I don't know why they can't just tell him to just, just like be a bit calmer, but maybe in the moment, maybe they're trying to get him to do that and he isn't. It's frustrating. But yeah, I I just thought we, we just weren't, we just weren't on song. They defended well and yeah, just, I mean, I, I got to the point where I thought, yeah, this is it. Like, we've lost. Like, we're not coming back into this game. So I'm, I'm just sort of really relieved that so we managed to get something out of it. I think, it's, I think it's a point game, to be honest, which sounds crazy against 10-man Huddersfield. But yeah, it looked like a defeat to me. So I think we've done well to
0: come out of it with something. No, I agree. Like I, it just did, I couldn't see us getting into the game. I was really nervous talking to you and Dar in our, in our chat. And uh, the goal, it was a r- relief when it went and it did feel like we might be able to kick on, but you know, and I was pleased for Paddy to get one because he'd had a really quiet game and it he, he felt like potentially we could kick on, but it also just thought this, nothing really happened. And after that as well, we're still kind of doing the same stuff and yeah, a bit disappointing, was it? Yeah, yeah. Somerville
2: had that one that hit the post, obviously. Interestingly, mm. so I know previously I mentioned that my dad says, If you hit the post, like it's as good as a goal, like i will never criticise a player. But yeah, Revelation, actually, if you hit the outside of the post, it doesn't count. So he counts that as a shot off target and it's not as good as a goal. So there you go. Must do better, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I don't really know what else to to say about (laughs) it other than I'm just like bitterly disappointed. I, I say I'm disappointed, but like, I think is it Southampton and Ipswich have both been to Huddersfield this season and drawn as well? And that's at a point in the season when they have, their form was pretty terrible and the form has actually improved recently. So, and, you know, maybe we were due to drop some points and we haven't, you know, dropped. We've we've, we've gained one, if you look at it that way. I mean, it, on paper, it is disappointing to see us, like you say, miss out on three points against a 10-man team. But I just So it's always shit. It's always, always, always tough there. and never, never feel confident ever since the sort of Aaron Moy days and, the Gary Monk nearly scrapping on the sideline. Yeah, not not, not ever really fancied us. Nah, exactly. Nah, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, good
2: to see Leicester losing again. And they've got some really tough games coming up. So that's, that's going to get interesting.
0: Well, this is it. We were talking about this last week and also talking about it with people on Twitter or X.com. That kind of it was seeping into their fan base and you could see it in their on their forum after the game against us, that they were all sort of nervous that they were going to bottle it. And it, and it does, you know, like it breeds that feeling. Cause we've, we had it under Bielsa where everyone was really uptight and anxious about what, what was to come. And yeah, pressure's on, pressure's on for Leicester. Yeah, QPR at home, shock that. But like you say, they've got, they've got a really, really, really difficult set of fixtures. They've got to play Southampton and Ipswich. They've all got to play one another. So there's going to be points that, that swing things and, Ipswich had a, another great result today. I, I tried to watch some of that as well, which, I, again, I said I would, wouldn't watch other teams. But uh, it's, they had such a lucky deflection. Like The game was going nowhere as well. Like, it was just a bit sort of like, you know, middly. It was just in the middle of the park and it was scrappy and they're passing balls out into throw-ins, like just, just bad balls. It was just a deflection that then went in and then Keith Moore scored, a, scored another one to, a, to yeah. double the lead. And just thought, ah, lucky lucky
2: really five wins in a row for them now and they've got some nice fixtures coming up so yeah they've had their sticky patch and they're looking good again will they get to 90 odd points it's going to be interesting Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still confident obviously it was annoying getting their 97th minute winner but yeah we're still ahead of them as well aren't we yeah it's 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 the race isn't it like we've done amazing to get ourselves right back into the mix We've got good fixtures ourselves coming up that we can be positive and confident of winning. So, yeah, we're still, still on an unbeaten run. I think, yeah, win the next two home games, might even be top of the league. So, yeah, there's no
0: point getting down about today, I don't think. Stoke on... Oh, sorry, before we go into all that stuff, I'm jumping way ahead. But for Man of the Match, are we doing one? Any worthy winners? Man of the Match, probably just have to say, Rodon, did
2: Rodon play well <laughs> enough?
0: Ampadu um, um, should give it to Ampadu for a change. He played quite I think, well. I think I'm gonna give it to Ampadu just for the moment where he saw Hogg being sent off. And he was like wondering what was going on when he saw the red card and he's like and then he realized it's Hogg being sent off and just goes, Oh yeah, yeah, go on, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brilliant stuff. I think Daniel Marker was pretty Daniel Marker? What the hell is wrong with me today? God, I'm so tired and disappointed. <laughs> Daniel Farker, he said it was disappointing to have to accept that, we're, that they weren't going to get their 10th win. And yeah, but that also just shows their ambition and feels like that they could could have gone on like a, an even stronger run, so and feels like the, the, the chance that, that they missed in the first 10 minutes was big and would have probably changed the game for them. And I agree it like, probably would have done because they would have played a little bit more cautiously, I would have thought. so yeah, it wasn't yeah. meant to be. Let's move on. We've got to do player ratings for God. I have to relive this.
2: <laughs> uh, Melier, seven. Yeah, he made, made some good, good, good saves, and, and he dealt with the corner as well as well. I mean, you could. Although
0: you could he run. did drop the, Did he, you could argue he dropped it for that
2: goal though. It's a bit like a, bit like a bar of soap, wasn't it? it? Sort of just like spurted out of him somehow.
0: Give him a seven. Okay. Archie, seven. Yep. Six. Yeah, I can't, like I get the ironic chanting with Furpo, but I just don't get it. Like, and so I <laughs> said, the guy who sits in front of me, Ellen Road, I sort of said the other day, like Furpo annoys me, and he was, and he was like, "He's been playing amazing." I was like, "Yeah, but he's so dodgy. Like he's the he's the area that everyone targets because he's just anyway." Let's move yeah. on. Sorry. Maybe we'll change the words to a different player at some point. I like him. I like his character, and I like, like him as a human being. But I'm just not assured by him. No. Road on seven. Road on seven. To do
2: seven. Yep. Right, this is where it gets tricky. Kamara five for me. Oh, that was crap.
0: I thought he had a really bad game. He just looks tired to me because you know you know that he's capable of more. So. Yeah, Gruev six, I suppose. God, I would not go as yeah. far as five. We weren't decent enough in the middle of the park. I agree. No, Nanto five, probably a five, might, maybe giving away the goal as well with that
2: free kick. Yeah, five go on them. And also f- for refusing to play for us earlier in the season. Great. And I yeah. also don't like, don't like how he like smiles all the time when like things are going wrong. Like if he gives away a free kick, he's like a beaming smile out. Maybe I'd have loved him for that last season, but now it annoys me. Mm. Anyway, Somerville,
0: five? he did some alright stuff. Six, yeah. I'd say five, maybe. So harsh. The, yeah, it's so in the end. He was probably our most dangerous player. He got he got better. He got clattered a couple of times as well, which didn't look like. Yeah, Nice thing to have to get up from, so yeah. Okay. Rutter, six. Yeah, I'd say that's fair.
2: And Bamford, I mean, he's got us the goal, but like you said, he he did nothing. Do we give him a six or give him a seven?
0: Do we give him a seven, I think.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh, Dan James? Seven. I think he injected a bit of pace and helped us a lot. And same for uh, Connor Roberts as well.
0: Yeah, Connor Roberts. I watched the interview with him on the official League United podcast the other day, and because he's got a headset on and he's got a moustache, he just looks like a World War II pilot, so <laughs> it's, worth, <laughs> it's worth just going and have a look at that and just say you can go, oh yeah, he's right, and then just turn it off. No, actually, no, watch the whole thing. It's good. <laughs> what, what do you think of his tash? I like it. I like the fact that we have got two flanks of tashes. Oh, yeah. Forgot about fur pose. I could have forget. It's definitely exactly. still got it, yeah? I think so. Yeah, they're both they're both like not really like strong, thick. You know, uh, yeah. what's his name, Tom Selleck type mustaches, <laughs> the, the sort of thing that would be you know, like proper cookie duster. That one isn't it? Whereas whereas these ones look like you know a cat could lick them off. That sort of thing. Yeah, you don't see those uh, Tom Selleck ones anymore, do you? Yeah, That's they're awesome. Nice. Yeah,
2: I might, right, I, might right. I might try. <laughs> I think we should, go. yeah, should we do it. Uh, make it a new thing. I'm left back. You're right back. You do, well, we could do it for charity. We'll We'll shave them off when, when, we won't shave them off until Leeds are promoted. God, if we don't go up though, (laughs) 17
0: (laughs) years later. Yeah, God. Stinks as well. (laughs) Oh no, you can wash it. Right. Play Uh, around. Well, we've got a Mark
2: Peru because he came on it. I'll just give him a six, obviously. Yeah. There was a time where he could have shot, I thought he was going to score and there was a time he could have passed it and I thought
0: we were going to score and it's just not working for him, is it? Let's move on from this game because there's a chance we'll dwell on it and get annoyed. But uh, yeah, yeah stoke let's be happy. The- let's
2: be happy about it because like we're we're going to have bad games and we've got we've got a point like, all those points. And yeah, I think it's a good. I think othersfield have missed a trick there today massively. So
0: let's celebrate that. Twenty eight points out of a possible thirty. Yeah, you can't argue with that, can you? You wouldn't have thought of that, would you? No. And yeah, breathing down the necks of Leicester. And also, you wouldn't think that they're the last points we're ever going to get in the championship, <laughs> right? Stoke Tuesday night. Me and you are meeting up. We're off for pizza at Rudy's. I need to book it. If anyone wants to come along, Rocco's paying. So
2: <laughs> yeah, come on, come all. I'm looking for James. Going to be lovely. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm looking forward to our date. Get a little tiramisu, yeah. to finish things off. Get the bus down to Ellen Road. But yeah, no, looking forward to that. And a tough game, like like QPR told us today against Leicester those games from clubs that are all down the bottom are so hard because they're fighting for it and it's a real scrap and in the middle of the season they're kind of all right because the peril's not there but they really sort of dig their feet in and, and hold firm in these at this time and that's the thing that worries me i just think our Stoke going to be of that mindset and and there are times where we've just struggled to break teams down where they just are so solid like today you know and if we're not on top form we really do struggle so yeah, it's a big game. It's not going to be easy. None of them are going to be easy. But I, I yeah, I don't, we struggled at their place. We lost, didn't we? So,
2: yeah, yeah, we need to we need to do some payback. And yeah, they they played all right against us at their place. And yeah, I think they've come into have they come into a bit of form. Obviously, they won today. So yeah, it's going to be tricky. But yeah, I feel like we'll definitely have too much for them. And yeah, we'll be back on track. And yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully looking. Yeah, looking forward again. Good that we'd have to dwell on this very long as well. It's only around the corner, isn't it? Now, yeah, which is, that's true. Uh, which is, is the best thing. Yeah, I also feel like he might he might freshen it up a little bit on Tuesday. I'd like to see him do that and um,
0: give himself some selection headaches for Friday. I would definitely drop some players in that haven't been starting. So, like, I would put Dan James in just yeah. to see, just to. Yeah, just give it, give it something new. Get some fresh legs in there because it has been a a long run for a lot of pl- the players, like we say. Yeah, let's let's see what happens there. Friday's this, the the big one that I'm quite nervous about against Sheffield Wednesday because that feels like another Huddersfield all over again. Again, they're down the bottom, battling. On paper, you, you see these bottom of the league ties, and they, these are the ones where I'd rather play middle of the league, you know, sort of mid-table sides where got nothing to play for. They're not going to get in the. The playoff spots that are going to avoid relegation, a bit like playing us sort of, you know, 10 years ago, whatever it was. And uh, yeah, so they, these, these are making me feel nervous. So, and I don't know we talk about other teams having tricky runs. I'm not trying to like feed anxiety into everyone, by the way, because this is a bit of insight into how I'm feeling, <laughs> but I do think they are a lot harder fixtures than, than we make out.
2: Yeah, I am feeling positive though. I feel like we can go there and, and yeah, smash them all over the place. And we, and we can, obviously, like, but also we might lose. But yeah, I, I feel like we'll, <laughs> I feel like we're going to really turn it on on Friday. That, that was so Gatuso that sometimes maybe good, sometimes <laughs> maybe
0: shit. Okay. Yeah.
2: Thank you. But no, I do. Cause yeah, we owe them a few goals from the from the home game as well. And yeah, they, I think they've picked up as well, haven't they? But mm. like, yeah, they're not a patch on us. So, yeah, I'm feeling very
0: positive. Six points they've, in the pocket. They've, they've had really good form. And I think the six points that break, is it the six points difference between, let me just have a look, between them and 12th place, between, <laughs> between 22nd and, and 12th place, which is absolutely bonkers, just shows you how what, what sort of a good run the likes of Stoke and Sheffield Wednesday, all, all the results that they've been getting has been in, in recent weeks has been really good. So, this is what I mean. I just, we can't just think this is going to be easy because these, these two sides are uh, starting to play well. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, let's stay positive. We're the best team in the league, remember? Georgie said it.
2: And we've got the best fans in the world. Archie said it. So, yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, God. Can't leave it on that. Everything could go wrong. Hey, we used to predict uh, scores of the next games. We stopped doing that, did we? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not campaigning to start it up again. But it's
0: the one week we start it, we lose. Nice one, Rocker. Yeah, we can't do that. No chance. <laughs> we'll
2: bring that back next season. I'm, at the, I'm uh, at the. Although I'm feeling positive and I'm sure we're going to romp to promotion, I have started backing the opponents to beat us. To yeah, to console myself. So I've made about three pounds on Huddersfield
0: today. that was great. Well done. Thank you. That is a little bit better. I put like stupid bets on. I put like, I think it was some sort of four card accumulator type thing. Like I was never going to get it. You know, when you're like, oh, 200 to one, I think I'll have a go on that. Obviously didn't get it. That's why it's 200 to one. Right. Anything else? No. Thank you. Two last things. David Dean, he's been writing on the uh, Leads That website. So make sure you go read his stuff.
2: Well, I've been letting him down badly, to be honest. I've been so busy. I've been traveling and I've not had time to put on a lot of his stuff, which is sad. Sorry, Daddy, but I try and do better moving forward. Shocking. I'm not going to
0: plug your new book now. Oh, yeah. We we're going to talk about my new book. It's no. Not no it podcast over. See you later. <laughs> uh, Rocco, your latest book, book number five. Yeah. Book five. Book number five is available for pre order on leadsthat.com. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually, we just changed the price today, didn't we? So it's down to 15 quid, which is a great launch price. And yeah. if you buy it with any other book, it's free postage as well. And with, there's, some, there's some offers on a, a few of the books at the minute as well. I think five quid for the earlier years. Yeah, it's five or four League One Leads.
2: And uh, yeah, get stuck in. They're really good books. So, every Book's uh, wonderful because it's such a wonderful story and such a wonderful team. So yeah, covers the 10 years that Don had in the first division. It's like, like sort of eight to 10 games per season, telling the story throughout. And uh, yeah, it's amazing what an incredible team they were and uh, how well they did. It was, yeah, fairy tale stuff. So get involved and you'll learn something, I'm sure. Even if you lived through it, I
0: bet you'll, uh, I bet you'll find some stuff that you think, ooh, I'm genuinely looking forward to it because, you know, obviously it was before my time on this planet and uh, I know like a few games, a few results and I've seen some of the clips and goals over the years, but I don't know enough about it. And uh, I feel like learning it as a, as a time piece Will be will be really good. So I'm, I'm really looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. At the
2: moment, I'm I'm reading through the ebook files like a final check. And uh, yeah, it is it is like you because it goes into such detail. Like there's there's stuff that you don't you, you wouldn't know. You know, you look and see that they won the first Cup against Ferencvaros, and you probably don't think anything of that. But Ferencvaros had beaten Man United. They'd beaten Liverpool, Shankly, and Busby. Both said that they were the best team they'd ever faced in Europe, and. Leeds beat them 1-0 over two legs with like 10 homegrown players, nine of them 23 years or younger. Like it's just absolutely amazing. So it's like things like that all the way through to make you appreciate how
0: incredible they really were. Yeah, that's brilliant. I look forward to that. I haven't been offered a copy yet, so I might have to go on the website now and order one sadly. That's annoying, isn't it? I'll sign it. Cheers. (laughs) That's great. You can deliver it to my house. Oh, they're all signed by the way, if you buy them. If you... If you don't, if you don't want them signing, just leave a little note. It might be worth more. Right on that note, have, yeah. a, have a good week. We'll see you. We'll see you at some point. It'll all be all right. We just might enjoy Tuesday night. As long just as you enjoy, enjoy
2: Tuesday night, we're not bothered about anything else.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Friday night as well. Ah, yeah. Of just, a, just, have, just have a good week, and hopefully Leeds do it for you. But yeah, catch you all soon. Thanks everyone for listening. Much appreciated, and thanks Bass and Bly, as well. Cheers. Network.